fucking recording. Hey, hey, yep. we're live. We're live. <laughs> this is so cool. You can't so tell cool? I'm, I'm looking down because I'm crying. Why are you crying, Bill? I'm just crying inside. I don't want you to be sad. Adam told me about his day earlier. I'm like, man, Adam, your life is like an antidepressant commercial. <laughs> Do you suffer from Adam's life? If so, you might be depressed. Here, take some of these. <laughs> hey, man, I, 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 it's pretty hard sometimes. I go through a lot of crap. So I know. Yeah. I know. Life can be rough. You know? It's hard being hard all the time. Hard all the time. Life gives you lemons. Fuck you it. make mango passion lemonade. Hey, like you perfect. know what? We forgot to talk hey, about what we were going to talk about today. What were we going to talk about? Oh, yeah. we didn't. Okay, so what should we talk about on the show? We can talk about some... Yeah, uh, I told you. I was here during the pre-show, whatever, blah 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 cluckety fucking do shit you guys call it. <laughs> and guess what? You guys didn't do it. I don't what? don't show up. You guys are like, you know what we should do? Chris and Adam I'm, are talking about it a little bit today. This. We did I, good. Did we do good last week? I don't know. I wasn't there. No, like there? we'll just cover right now. So what should we cover tonight? We can cover um I, I thought of some really cool Christmas ideas for you guys, like Christmas presents that I'm gonna send you guys. So those are gonna be really Uh-oh. cool. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of depressing thinking about Christmas right now. And so dude, we're already halfway there for us. No, for us in Cali, it's like maybe something different. But for us up north, we're like, oh, summer's finally here. Like, nice. Oh no, it was, it's a hundred degrees yes, right now. No. It's literally a hundred degrees outside. We've wow. been uh, we've been riding design temperature for three days straight right now. I'm, I'm ready really. for a nap, hmm. and I have no dinner, so I'm gonna wait. And Man, then... you know what's weird is my world is like so tipsy, topsy turvy right now. Mm-hmm. We had a heat wave this week. I haven't worked on one AC. I haven't worked on a walk-in cooler. I haven't worked on anything. I'm still doing like a bunch of hot side stuff. I don't understand. It's it's been really? like 80 degrees all week here. I'll tell you that I am slow in a weird way. Like it's a hundred degrees outside and I went into a supply house and guys like, so are you guys slammed right now? And I was like, not really like, you know, but we're very, very, it is weird. Like same thing here. Like we're very on top of things, but then also restaurants are holding back on a lot of things. Like I went up to a rooftop this last week because I'm very proactive. Like I have restaurants that don't do maintenances. And when I go Mm -hmm. on, when I'm there, I look at everything. I go walk around all the ACs, look at the air codes and I'll just send emails. Hey, you got five units that have low pressure codes. What do you want to do? You know, like you want me to take care of it. So usually they say, yeah, take care of it. So I went up onto the roof and I go, everything, all the condensers are plugged, dude. You need like, we're about to get a heat wave. Do you want me to clean everything? And he's like, nah, he goes, uh, coil cleaners are coming next month. And I'm like, all right, whatever. That'll turn into a service yeah. call, you know, yeah, and I'll clean it on a Saturday. At Friday overtime. night service call or, yeah, or Saturday. Exactly. And, and I do it. I just, I do that. I'll go out on a Friday night service call. Uh, you know, to fix a walk-in freezer and I'll clean every condenser on the roof, spend three hours doing it. I'm like, you know what? I already ruined my night. I'm going to build the hell out of it. You know, like, let's go mm-hmm. for it. I don't even ask. It's let's a good call. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah i just message saying, saying to check TikTok, but he doesn't realize we're having a show right now. But maybe always, he's saying, maybe he's telling everybody to check out well, TikTok because he posts. He wants that. to post that thing, that, that image that he made of me probably. Oh, that, that yeah. dancing, singing yeah, head, dancing whatever that is. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe discovered apps in mexico shortly when you you guys like are going non-stop during the day and you like come home and you still feel like you're full of adrenaline and then like you sit down and all of a sudden like does it just like come over you sure like the uh, the weight of your life comes back onto your shoulders sort of thing 
and you're like, oh, I can just go to sleep right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes I'll come home and then like the family is all ready for me to come home and they want to talk to me. And I'm like, guys, I need like 20 minutes. Just let me just decompress for 20 minutes. And wait, wait. you guys can, you can say that and not get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I say that and it turns into like a big thing. <laughs> That's not what happens at Chris's house. He comes home and he's like, I just need a few minutes, and his his wife's like, as his wife is like taking his boots off for him. <laughs> my dog's back. licking my face. Yep, his Can kids are giving him hugs, telling him how wonderful he is. We made you He's a like, hot. I just need twenty minutes, and they're like, "Whatever you want, Dad. We love you." No, uh, my kids could care less. Although my youngest daughter, who's twelve, she's kind of like into me. You know, she's like, "Hey, Dad, what's going on?" She gives me hugs. My fifteen-year-old. No, nah, I'm lucky if she says hi. And I also got in trouble with my 15 year old because for the last like three, four months, whenever I see her, I say, hello, beautiful. And she's like, dad, stop saying that. You're embarrassing me. And I'm like, it's just uh, me and you. She goes, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, the oh, my God, hello, beautiful. <laughs> well, like, you know, I mean, you know, you're crossing the, the line there. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you you're creeping, California. you're creeping into creeper territory. Yeah. Yeah. Balls, Michael House. <laughs> you probably could press charges on you. Do some no, kind of no, vlog yeah. dude break. That's how she should have seen beautiful... the picture I sent the guys think... the other day. Oh, <laughs> dude! I was Next week we watch Chris get canceled. Joe, Joe caught on to it too, real quick. <laughs> oh my, dude! I was on the floor. I couldn't believe it. It was like what happened? So random, but so <laughs> the funny. The picture I sent to Luke's balls the other day. Yeah. I missed it. Oh, Joe's all broke. Oh my god! Oh, I wish. Is there a way we could show it? I have. I have literally saved so many pictures of Luke's balls that Chris has sent me for no apparent reason. Ball collage. Yeah, ball collage. I'm gonna put all the pictures together. I'm gonna call it my ball pit. Hey, maybe maybe if you save uh, just a few more, we could make a thumbnail out of them. Yeah, I'm gonna make a Christmas tree with a bunch of balls. Are you gonna make a calendar? You guys gonna make a overtime calendar and it's all Luke's balls? Great idea! (laughs) Great Great idea! Great idea! Just Photoshop like what month would we make it? All of them? (laughs) All of them? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, different angles, different uh, weather. That'd be great. Then the next year, like we can do a calendar. Oh, Adam. Uh, Ty wants to know, and it is Ty, Joe, not T-Y. T-I, yes, no, T-I, okay. T-I, yeah. that's what it was. Ty, earlier. Joe, for some reason, sees your name, and he calls you T-I. T-I sent that. Like the like, rapper. It's Ty. Yeah, it's like I, grew up, yeah. I grew up with T-I, the rapper, I guess, and I just had it in my head. How, well, how did, did that turn out? Airflow turn out. Well, it definitely got quieter, for sure. Substantially quieter when I changed the blower motor, but I think they're just kind of pissed now because sure. like, when I change it, I'm like, oh, thank God, it sounds better. Hmm. Yeah, but um, so I didn't hear from him for like a week and a half, and then he called me. He's like, "Yeah, I still don't like it." Oh God, I know like, I'm freaking irritated. So I don't know what to do. You know, he still owes money on the job, and I'm kind of just like almost at the point where it's just like, "All right, whatever." I just <laughs> call it good, shake hands, and walk away. I mean, I don't know. I want to fix it for him, but it is quieter. What does he want from me? You know? Yeah. So um. Last insulated. week, in closing on the show, we had talked about sending pictures of old HVAC tools, if you guys had any. And we got a crap ton of pictures from Ty. Ty has a lot of great yeah, stuff. they're awesome. Like, it was really cool. Do you have any of those you can show, Adam? You're putting me on the spot here. I got this right Hey, real here. quick, while, while you guys are doing that, let's do a roll call real quick. Yeah. Do Luke it. and Randy are watching, I'm sure. With their watching balls out. hanging out with their balls out of course <laughs> alaska's in here we got ty Branneman, of course 
Jason Johnson, Josh, what? I don't know that guy. Mike B, Cyborg Sheep, him and his greasy hair are watching us tonight. Oh my. <laughs> Who else we got watching? Where's oh, we Hamilton? got Vulgar Zah too. Yeah, Michael Hausch in the house. You guys see his post? Not to take away from what Chris Yeah, he, there, he but... did an ultimate low, which is, I was just going to mention that. <laughs> did That's you awesome, see that? Chris. Yeah, uh, ultimate good numbers there, and he's, he should be proud. That's awesome. He, uh, he said it was so low that the true flow couldn't pick it up. Wow. Oh, I did see that post. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Put me on full screen for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Let's see. Tool. What is. Uh... Look at this what thing. is this steampunk attire? Listen, listen to what this guy did. I sent him a link. I said, "Isn't mm-hmm. this cool on eBay?" And he's like, "Yeah, it is cool." Click. And that I, was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, I didn't hear Adam's cool. name once during this nope. whole dispute. Too, so, right? so yeah, Adam sent me this link, and so yeah, I clicked on it and I bid on it, and he didn't bid on it. What's up, Jesus Fish? How much you guys think I paid for this? This thing weighs fifteen pounds. It's from the late eighteen hundreds. It's an two hundred dollars. You think two hundred dollars? What do you think, Adam? You know. I know how much it was. How, what do you think, Joe? I know how much it is too. I paid thirty I bucks for this is. thing. Yeah, thirty bucks. I can't believe you paid thirty bucks for that, dude. I would have bought that thing too. The shipping alone was twenty-seven dollars. I wouldn't have bought that thing. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Was it thirty bucks with shipping? Because that's crazy. No, no. Okay, it was fifty yeah. bucks with shipping. Imagine Maybe how I wouldn't have sketchy it, it would be to work on electricity back in when that the date on the thing is nineteen oh three, right? But uh, you got to well, remember that's like okay. So that I'm still doing some research, but. Yeah. The original patent date was the What's late up, 1800s, but there's, it looks like a calibration up, date Mr. of April 6th of 1905 on it. There's like a little note card right here, right on the side, and it's it's written on there and it's pinned on. So Actually, the, cali- the last time off. it was calibrated was 1905. I'm going to you off for a we're talking about HVAC guys because it's a meter. But look at all the electronical guys, electronic yeah. guys we have in the chat. Jonathan and uh, Clive. I was just going to say, I wonder if Clive's got any fancy they, old tools. Yeah, they're probably getting some chubs in their pants too, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do is know that, what you mean. Hey, Chris, you mean boners. Is that General Electric? Is that No, what? that's uh, uh, Weston. It's Weston Instruments. Weston. It's a... Uh, an amp meter oh, for DC vo- or for DC current. Basically. Have you done any research into the Weston company? A little bit. Ty Brenneman, I, I text that to Ty, and he sent me a bunch of links, so it made it really easy. I so I started reading up on the Weston guy. And uh, I wonder if that turns into Westinghouse, maybe. Uh, no, West I, Westinghouse was different. I think. Um, hmm. th- no, this is Weston Instruments. Do you think you could like send it in and have it calibrated? Like, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll call Bill Spone and ask Bill if he has anybody that knows they can calibrate that for me. <laughs> right, just go to his toolbox and pull that out and be like, "Oh, you mean one like this?" Yeah, you're right. So Use it I was read I was reading like the quick little research about it. It's really interesting. The Weston guy that made this like he was a brilliant dude and has a bunch of patents under his name he patented a bunch of electrical says he's got old medical electrical devices oh that's cool i saw i used to have a dentist lamp you know like one of those big weird lamps on a like a rotating arm thing i used to have one in my garage i would move it all over my bench and stuff yeah super um (laughs) before we go to ty's pictures mike b said tesla got westinghouse on the map if you guys haven't which uh do me a favor go watch the men who built america (laughs) It's a, a History Channel a miniseries documentary, and it romanticizes um, Westinghouse, uh, Nikolai Tesla, Thomas Edison, uh, Cornelius Vanderbilt, all the men that founded and built America with the different industries of oil, gas, all this different stuff. It's a great TV series. I've that, seen the oh, Ford one. There was no women involved? 
No, uh, I'm sure there was, but they did not romanticize them in this. Like but, the sandwiches that built America or something. But it's a that is a great little docu series for sure. That was awesome. But yeah, uh, it's been a while since so I watch a good documentary too. I need one. And that, and that one they add drama and stuff too. I mean, it's real, but it it's also interesting because when you watch the men who built America, that's why they made unions. Because like they they go through the process of of how they exploited the workers and everything. See, and why couldn't history class be like a documentary? Exactly. I would have actually liked it then. I like know, right? just reading out of a book, like and then the Civil War happened and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, this is the boringest shit ever. But you watch it, or at least when I watch a documentary, I'm like, this is some cool shit, man. Hey, Christopher yeah. Hughes, Will Speak. Good to see you guys. Um, Joe Shear, sorry, Joe Shear has the best comment of the day. They yeah. he did show me, but dude, you got to show me the tabs you've freaking grounded down unless it was something well, you gotta else be smarter than a dum-dum and just kind of look at it and say oh i gotta ground I, those, those two tabs right there i don't got time wait, what are you guys you know, talking about I I he's talking about all right let's talk about what he's talking wait 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 wait, mean, wait wait you guys wait, starting wait. stories from the middle again yeah. let's go There's back so pull up talk pull about. up the tie pictures let's let's finish the tool talk real quick good, good call good i was right in the middle of ordering dinner when you he's ordering dinner when the show interrupted you yeah sorry 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 that the hvac overtime show that's same bat time, same bat channel yeah, every week. Syndicated right. for the last 72 months. Oh, it's so bright. It hurts me eyes. <laughs> me eyes. Mr. Miyagi or what? Why aren't you doing this? All right. Who? Huh? You. Because you're the puppet master. I was trying to order dinner. Well, we didn't know that, but now you're on the spot. Yeah. All right. Boom. Look at that thing. What is it? That's that is be, a vacuum uh, gauge. Sixties, nineteen sixties. That's going to be one of the one of the early model. Oh, that case um, looks pretty old though. Micron yeah, I'm, gauge. I'm going sixties. That looks like um, that looks like the the H10 that John Israel sold me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have that since two sixty sitting on my shelf up there. That's a cool meter. Yeah, it looks like it's from the fifties or sixties. Uh, that 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 my dad had one of those in the early eighties. So. Yeah, was it old yeah. then, or was it like made in the eighties? Uh, I think I think that that particular one was probably manufactured late seventies, early eighties. Hmm. This looks now, like uh, Clive's device, where it has the the ramrodder. Oh no! Is that, that a sound right when you say it that way? Give him a. Oh, I didn't mean it like <laughs> Clive's ram. I think we all know how you meant it. <laughs> Let what me get out my purple suitcase. The Great American Challenge awaits you. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this one out. Hey, Uncle. Uh, if you give him a second, I'm pretty sure you can explain him in chat. Don't yeah. delayed, but I don't know what this is. Yeah. It is Go to the next one. It's got a fancy leather velvet case. Joe says uh, Stephen Raritan used one of those Micron uh, early oh, days on YouTube. Speaking of That's that. That's a flaring I'm, tool right there. I made a flare today. You know how long it's been since I made a flare? Yeah, I think I have a, a system that's leaking because of that flare. I remember those they actually they made newer ones that style too it was funny that, jason johnson that could have been a youtube hmm. manometer but it had a meter with it so i was confused is, it, by that. is this a sub cooling thing or whatever that looks like oh, a yeah, charge by, sub cooling thing yeah. charge master huh yeah. <laughs> i wonder how that works you think you just strap the <laughs> sensing bulb on and that's just yeah. the uh, i didn't see it temp probe and then i assume you charge it up to the other side boom Dang, hey Ty will has speed so is still in cool peru tools. Yeah, manifold gauge. He's not listening though. He's got the original box, Bill, just like your Imperial. Manifold. Oh yeah, manifold sausage set. Oh. Hermetic compressor oh. analyzer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that what that is? Heat pump service. Yeah. No, that's a heat pump. 
uh, circuit board, basically, is what that is. Oh, cool. Yeah. Different molds? Like yeah, heat pump service analyzer. It'll, you can throw it into defrost and do all that. Yeah, okay, I have those. Cool. Yeah, if, if people that are watching right now, if you guys have, I have that I have handy. That's two cool. of those. If you guys have uh, cool Excuse tools me. that you guys have, send them to the HVAC overtime at gmail.com email and we'll maybe show them on the next show. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're doing again? Sure. Sure. We used Why to not? Do show and tell back like 75 episodes ago. Anamotherm air meter. We're That's interesting. What is we're that little uh, doohacker right check? Here? I don't know. Air meter. I think you like, I don't know, you look at it, look through it maybe. I don't know what the hell that thing is. That looks like That's something awesome. from Lost in Space. One probe goes in your mouth and one goes in your butt. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't taste right, you got to. You know what? Oh. <laughs> you switch them. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> what is the movie? There's an old movie with uh, Robin Williams and he goes to a resort where they're supposed to make like a health resort. And uh, cool. it's where the dude invents cornflakes. Um, hmm. Oh, shoot. Dude, this, this is like—it looks like a lie detector. It prints it, it out. Does. Resistance bulb thermometer, huh? temperature wow, recorder. How do I make it not zoomed Look anymore? Look at that. Zooming more and more. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Just go to the negative <laughs> side. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Adam, you're such a tool. <laughs> no, it happens on. You have tools, right? Speaking of old tools, it happens on the mouse. <laughs> oh, now I know how to do it. That's so cool. Oh, wow, you learn something new every day. Oh, Look, it's the H10. This is the exact. I think that uh, Ty, did I send you the one that John Israel sold? Because <laughs> that was funny. Good. Man, that's so, cool. So happy to get it. Yeah, it is. So yeah, happy to get no, an H10. John's, and like, hey, but, hey, John's like, hey guys, uh, or he's like, hey man, do you want to buy an H10? He's like, it's in really good shape. <laughs> yeah, I send him money, and then this thing shows up in the mail. I'm like, what the? That's hilarious. All right. What is this one? Part three? Nice. You know John. He's a he's a good guy. He's yeah. a rascal. He's a hustler. Um, those are great displays. Yeah. Just like Chris, you put him on hustlers, a and, We still yeah. couldn't uh lock the the ultimate hustler down, could we? Oh. Who's that? The master of the he's hustle. A, he's a shyster. Oh, see how he slipped in and slipped out. Exactly. So here's a quick, uh, a quick. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Story. Story. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna. I don't know. Side story. Overlude. Something. Overlords. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Pull up our. We had uh, a few weeks ago. I sent a group message to J Dub the moneymaker. Look at this freaking probe. Yeah, I, I know. Say, like, what is that mess, <laughs> dude? Combustion analyzer from 1935. That's awesome. That's that's just crazy. I would not trust that thing. You guys see this right now? Go to regular is that screen. Melted, Adam? That handle. Regular screen. Yeah, regular screen for a second. <laughs> this guy's over here, like <laughs> making out, making out with me over here. Oh. Well, I mean... what's up, buddy? Chris tells me to do this, and then he gets bored and he wants some more attention. No, this guy just comes up here and yeah, starts making out with him, me, dude. What's up? What's up? This? Awesome. It's like if a grinder profile pic came to life, it'd be Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look at this. You know, you imagine imagine like 20 years from now, the tools that we have that we're playing with are in like the latest, greatest, like these oh, yeah. new digital gauges. Like that's what they're gonna look at. Like 20 years from now, they're gonna be I like, know. you remember these job link probes? I'm like, oh my god, those are so big and everything. And they're like, I can't believe people use that shit. And I'm going to regret sending you my iManifold kit because will. 20 years from now, I'm going to want it. 
Well, I asked you for that actually originally, but you're like, no, dude, this is gonna be a collector's item. I have did I t- did I really say that to you? Yeah, what a dick. Well, but Bill actually wants to use it. Yeah, I actually did use it on that ice machine the other day. How'd it work? Good. Love it. You know what? I have this exact same thermostat I hung on my I wall. Want that thermostat. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the early, early programmable thermostats. So watch this. He's gonna oh, show cool. it. Ready? No, that's a hey, I'll trade you some smart probes for it. <laughs> oh, <right here>. This uh, <laughs> the spoiling smart probes yeah. that he gave you. <laughs> yes. Look at this. The clock pop pops off of this thing, and then you could set your your uh temperatures for your. Oh, uh, that is awesome for that. Yeah, time I love nineteen fifties technology. And look, nice. at the, it's got the key here, and you wind it like a regular click 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 clock. That all I amazing. want is for Elon Musk to send me back into the 1950s just for like a couple days. Pre Honeywell, he's saying. You know, that is. I cool. wouldn't fit in probably, but I would love to just be in the 1950s, man. You would fit in perfectly. I, would, I don't think I'd be I would. Home from work on a daily basis and being like, to the moon, Alice. To the uh, moon. To the moon, you bitch. <laughs> Jesus Fish says that he'll trade his blue on hat for that thermostat. Nobody <laughs> wants your blue on hat, Jesus Fish. <laughs> they sent me, I was like, um, when Blue On sent me the original hat when they were first starting and they like sent them a hat in the mail, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm like, wow, this is the, they win the award of having the cheapest hat I've ever seen in my entire life. It's pretty life. much like cornstarch and cardboard. They have changed their hat, though. I will give them credit. They have a nicer hat now, but originally it was pretty lame. Goodwill wouldn't even take it when I donated yeah, they're it. They're like, yeah, no. They're like, oh, yeah, we already got like a truckload of these hats. We don't want any more. So uh, the the CEO of, of Blue On, like through LinkedIn, not anything special. He hey, I would me. too, He's Mr. Like, John Hughes. I would like to see the 1930s as well he messaged me and he was like hey how could we connect or something like that and i'm like should i even answer that one nope. <laughs> yeah that's how like well we That'd be pretty funny, huh? boom um it's good that we see both hermans in here i want to actually bring up that post that herman uh wait there's two that. hermans there's two hermans always oh, it's Her- herman um lloyd and herman uh i only monster? know herman lloyd and herman monster uh, those are the only two that's the only two i've ever heard of have yeah, you ever heard hermans of another herman chat. always always the two i don't call them out uh, they'll, they'll say something in chat. Anyways, he posted something about a auto glass company offering him if he pays him twenty four a little bit more money, he'll get like VIP VIP you know service, like a quicker service. That is true, cyborg sheep. Which was actually cool. yeah. Who who was it? Adam. Adam was I talking about too. it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know Are we supposed to, to talk it. about this? Um, no. Somebody was calling me stupid in one of the other groups. Why? Oh, because did you mention this in another group? Yeah, and you know why I mentioned it to another group? Because I know this Joe's blood blood is boiling right now. I just didn't know if this was a... We are are absolutely not allowed to post another group. (laughs) That was one of the the agreement. That's the the contract, guys. uh, Clause number three on the overtime contract. Can't go on other podcasts or other YouTube channels. Can't talk to other YouTube people. Can't talk to anybody else that does live streams. And apparently, I am the only person that a Bluetooth headset looks good on. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's another major topic of discussion this week. Is yeah, only Chris can pull off that look. Yeah, everybody else looks like a dweeb. Like he's a truck driver from the future. You're a prick, Joe. (laughs) So anyway, practical. The reason why I posted this as an idea is uh, it's been 90 degrees in the Chicagoland area the last three days. That's a great idea, right? And people were freaking the f out. We t- we tell them like we'll be there between this window or whatever, and they're still calling back. 
can you get here sooner blah blah like they're just losing their shit right Jeez. they would never uh, survive an apocalypse so like my nerves are on end my phone's beeping every two seconds people are calling me texting me i'm losing my mind and then i was thinking later on i don't know what day it was i was looking at booking plane tickets which i'm not doing anymore but i was looking at booking a plane ticket because i was supposed to meet up with dustin cole um you know a bunch of these guys down in uh louisiana look at my brother's house but anyway i saw that when you're booking a plane ticket you know you could pick priority seating and now they mm. it was before they would only give you a few different options now it's like all the way in the back is cheap and then the middle is a little yeah. bit more oh expensive. i see where you're going with this so i was thinking um the reason why i said this is um gene slate already thought of this though service hero the service hero group they're kind of tied in somehow with that software called Sarah S-E-R-A. One of the claim to fame on Sarah is the customers book all their own calls on your website and they set up their time slots. So they do it themselves. So I was thinking if people are losing their crap and they're like, I want you to be here now. Hey, what's up, Trevor? Let them pay for their time slot. You want a premium time slot? You got to pay for a premium time I slot. I think it's. Great idea. What's, what's yeah. so, so basically they book a service call. Normally they get in line first come first. Service. Yeah, you book a service Games, call. It's like, hey, we're booked out for three days. You're three days out right now. And it's like, well, I don't want to wait three days. Well, okay, well, you don't want to wait three days. You pay three hundred dollars for a like you want to be, you know, well, priority. Next. Like, yeah. how do you cut that off? Because obviously, like everybody can't be a priority. Like uh make it like eBay. So it's like uh you were just outbid. You were next to the time. Now yeah, that's awesome. a good idea. Oh, it's yeah. an app. It's literally an app, and they yeah. get to see Joe Shear says, "Yep, terrible idea." <laughs> I'm with Ty. It's. I think it's a good idea. Honestly. I think it's an awesome idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too Company funny. There's like there. a bidding war. Adam made six grand, and he hasn't even done one service call. Yeah. People yeah. are just <laughs> exactly right. And then you show up and like, yeah, I'm gonna have to order some parts. <laughs> Sounds just uh, like something that J Dub Moneymaker would pitch. I told you, Gene Slate already thought of this idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, because my whole point with that is like, hmm. you could diffuse all the customers like in their anger yeah. of being hot, and you'd be yeah. like, hey, well, when are you gonna be there? You make you want me here? You make me here. You buy it, baby. Put your money where your mouth is. Adam's literally finishing the last braze joint on a compressor. He's like, "Yep, I gotta go. See ya." Sorry, (laughs) Sorry. it just paid me a a thousand bucks. I'm out. Somebody, somebody just outbid you, and they're like, "You're already here, though." I'm like, "I don't care." (laughs) Yep, selling your uh, like open your check for highest bidder. It's an interesting idea. I can see a lot of kitchen though, but it's interesting. I mean, it's obviously not going to happen. But like, I was thinking, like, Huseman, how you doing? In time, uh, I don't feel like typing, so I'm just talking. I can well, tell. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I prioritize by um, urgency. So hey, wait, Joe has a better idea. No, I like Michael. Uh, what he said as well. I can see that prioritize by maintenance level. That's pretty cool. Uh, that, that that makes sense. If you have maintenance plan with them or whatever plan you have, you get priority. And and I do the same thing. Like if I have a customer, a like a normal customer that does routine preventative maintenances, and they have a walk-in freezer, and then I get another walk-in freezer for a non-maintenance customer, I'm gonna help out the one that does preventative maintenances first, you know, mm. and knock that one out. But I will regularly in the middle of our hot season and you know busy times. I will prioritize service calls and I'll have customers call me and say, yeah, I got a, a little reaching cooler in the back of my kitchen, not working. I need it now. And I'll be like, no, because I have three walk-in freezers down. Like, I don't care when you called, you're waiting until the freezers are done, you know? Yeah. So we'll prioritize freezers, walk-in coolers, 
uh, ice machines and dining room air conditioners. Kitchen air conditioners, I don't prioritize because, you know, we need to keep the customers cool. And then, you know, we work on the kitchen ones yeah. depending on severity. So, well, and see, like that business model of like bidding for the priority spot wouldn't really work in the uh, restaurant industry. I don't think no. Anyway, in general, but it's it's an idea. It's a fun uh, idea so, to talk yeah, about. One thing I got to say that customers do that I got a lot of in the last few days is one of the things that they try is we have a we have small children or we have babies in the house. Yeah, you're here right away. Or like so, my mom is in the house and she doesn't feel good. You know, like you know what they had babies before air conditioning was invented. Thing. Here's the thing: I do understand that, and that it obviously can be a priority in an emergency. Blah blah blah. But a lot of the times when that happens, you go to the house and it's like not super hot. Like it's like 70. No, they got all the windows open, a nice breeze blowing through. The fans are going. I have one yeah, of my live. really good customers, but they drive me nuts because every work order is this is an emergency. We need it ASAP. And then they call you every five minutes. And I'm like, dude, it's a reach in cooler. Like get in line. He's like, I, I can't. My kitchen can't operate. I need it now. And it's yeah. like, no. That is not an emergency, oh, man. Dude. I had a restaurant that refuses to turn on their fryers, right? They refuse to turn the fryers on. It's been this way for like three weeks. And the reason they refuse to turn the fryers on is because they have a fry freezer, a little, you know, like a, you've worked on them, Chris, plenty yeah. of times, the Trollsons, right next to the fryer. And that doesn't work right now. And so they're waiting for the quotes to be approved, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, and also the kitchen AC doesn't work. So they're like, we are not walking back to the walk-in freezer every time we need fries and whatever we're not turning the fryer on i was like that is wild here's the thing you have to understand like i used to work at mcdonald's when i was 15 i, I like, used to work at wendy's i used to work at carl's they use a lot of freaking fries oh yeah a lot of fries so there'll be a lot of walking I, I never had a fry freezer like well no no i take that back i had a little one but it didn't last very long next to my fryer back in my <laughs> frying days now, things are different even back. I'm sure you talk to people that are older than us. But when I worked at Carl's Jr., we used to make the craziest crap in the back of the kitchen, like just whatever we could think of with hamburgers and like, freaking baked potatoes. And yeah, the, this is another one that drives me up a wall where yeah, like, yeah. this is an emergency and they have multiple systems in the house. It's like move to your yeah, other wing, know, right? the east yeah. wing of the house, dude. Well, the yeah. east wing only has three bathrooms, lovey. <laughs> yeah. I uh, that sounds like I had right a there. B she, she say she needed emergency service and a kid in the house. That kid was 18. You mm, yeah. Hey, I would have went over and like, Hey, why don't you tell your adult kid to go get a job in HVAC and come back and fix this for you? <laughs> Steven Rogers worked at McDonald's too. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. I worked at uh Carl's Jr. See, I but are we are you guys talking about like when you were teenagers? Because I yeah. worked there like when I was 25. Oh no, I worked there from 16 till. 16 and, and three quarters like in yeah. my opinion when i was like 25 working there it was a completely different feeling i don't know if i was actually 25 but i was pretty close to 25 it's and uh you, uh management material eventually i worked my way up into uh becoming a general manager and getting my own store and all that fun stuff and then i realized like it's the worst job ever so stressful and at that time i transitioned into uh you know being a maintenance guy got into the hvac stuff yada 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 15 years I'm sitting here with you guys. Who would have ever thought? Would you have I pictured think your that your life has gotten to this point that you're privileged to be able to I do? I can't a show believe it actually somewhere. somehow got worse. <laughs> <laughs>
Wah, wah, wah. But you know, on a serious note, the, the other day I was thinking about this, and like, and I'm, I'm segue into a, another topic here. So try to keep me on point. Think about your life in ten years. I was thinking about this the other day. Where I'll be in ten years, like my kid will be almost, almost eighteen. Like ten years from now, I'll be fifty. It yeah. uh, to me, it's a, it's a huge concept. Ten years ago, I was just I was actually still working for my dad. Uh, ten years ago, and oh, that's then, a good way to look at it. Yeah, ten years ago, months, in a few months from now, uh, my dad came. He was. He asked me a few times, would you mind if I sold the company? I'm like, no, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. And then he came to me and he's like, uh, like three days from now, we're closing on the company. We're selling it. I'm like, what? What? You really sold it? And that was it. He just came in. They're like, they're taking, you know, they're giving the keys tomorrow. And we're like, what the fuck? Wow. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, July, I got pissed off because they were dicks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started yeah, my own and you know, speaking of that, before the show, Adam, you were complaining about how much your knees hurt and everything from putting in all, all these long hours. And I was like, you know what? You need to come up with an exit strategy to get either to get out of the field or to get out of your business and into something where it's not going to beat your body up so much. Yeah. Because in ten years, man, your knees are going to be shot, dude. You're going to have to have a knee replacement when you're fifty. All right. So I want to know because I'm a small company and I'm not used to running a ton of service calls, like a ridiculous amount. So what is everyone's like record? Like when it's hot outside, like how many calls do you run in a day? Are you actually asking that? I want to um, know. I, think, I mean, there could be a Larry that doesn't even know how to do his job. Yeah. No, but, but I get the question in the middle of the summer when I'm super slammed, I think I've 25, probably done no run 25 calls. Each no, one is like $30,000. Or well, and I want to know how far apart they are from each other, too. Like, how long is the drive time? Yeah. You know so my mean? drive times are like four hours. My right. drive times like are cheese hour to two hours. And mine, like in the middle of the summer, like when we have like, if I do like six to seven calls a day, um, I'm literally going out, washing condensers, hitting pressure controls, saying I'll be back next week to go through it. And I'm just putting fires out. That's all I'm doing is putting fires out. And then we, you know, just hey, go back. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike B. I do about maybe four or five on a busy day, but my drive times are, you know, hour to two hours apart sometimes. Why they're doing that, uh, Dodger asks, why is seven that... hours? Holy shit. Sorry. That's, that's we dark. need so much humidity in the winter, but not in the summer. That's a good question. Honestly, though, if you well, don't want to read this like, metric chart, just go left, let's say 50 to 60. You'll see a relative humidity goes lower. That's why you're adding humidity. Because the air is colder and can't hold as much moisture. Right. Why you're adding water to the to the air or moisture to the air. If you know how to read it. Yeah, this is the time of year yeah, the year where I don't have to moisturize. Uh, it's great. But hold on a second. Yeah. From what I understand, I might be wrong, but <clears throat> there is humidity in the air in the wintertime. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times you're driving it out by heating your house because your house leaks. Like if you have a tight house, a lot of times you don't need humidifiers, right? Right. Um, okay, I guess you could say that. You have like a nice foam house. Ask how she's a genius. Get him in. Well, I still would think that by heating the air, you're still going to be, let's say, you could say drying the air. So but where, where are you going to? We're going to dry it too. I mean, dry it too. Dry it yeah, too. You, you dry it out and it goes down the condensate pipe. <laughs> That's I mean we have time but winter though. No. Boom. No. It's not how it works. Now that's a good point. Where does it go? If it is drying everything out, like so Steve Rogers says, yeah, correct. A tight house, a tight needs, house less needs less humidification. humidification. 
Interesting. <laughs> I guess because different pressures, you're gonna lose some in the outside because the pressure differential. Wherever like I as the light, as the walls pressure. and like floor warm up, is it just leaking? Uh, that warm air is taking let's, moisture and it's leaking through the house. Let's think about this. How a house works. I'm gonna do this at the risk of sounding ridiculous to people. Yeah, that's, hey, all right. that's, hey, that's the point of learning. You're in good hands. So you have a house, right? Oh yeah, you're and, just fucking wrong, bro. Well, some people have houses. <laughs> some people have trailer houses. I, I I think, like you said, Adam, it's it's true, and and obviously Stephen Rogers confirmed that you have true. you have air leaking in the bottom portion of the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it rises up with the heat and leaves out the roof. Sure, wherever it leaks, it leaks. But um, I just think that the, yeah. I'm just trying to th- think through. I'm, I'm having my mind through like the airflow and what's happening. Okay. Or you know what? Since we're taking that air, which is now cooled down, we run it through this furnace. We heat it up. It expands. It now has the ability to hold more moisture. Where is it going to get that moisture? It's going to take it from its surroundings, right? Like it's going to well, pull it actually, from the walls you're raising, and the floor. With a humidifier, you're actually raising dew. No, I'm water. talking about like why we need a humidifier to begin. Like, like where's the moisture go? Like. Why do we need humidification in the wintertime anyway? Yeah, that's that's what I was just. Well, can you draw the psychrometric chart on your whiteboard? You can draw nothing. You kind of. Why do you have a whiteboard behind you if you're not going to draw shit out, bro? (laughs) I could, I guess, I could quickly do it, but like in a humidifier, I think you're kind of you're trading sensible, uh, like uh, I guess sensible to latent. So you're kind of raising the dew point of the air, and you're adding moisture to the air. That's the only time you're. Really, and then in the summer, you're kind of doing the opposite. Wait a minute, you're raising the dew point of the air. Yeah. Are you talking about when you're well, you're adding moisture, humidifying right? it? Uh, humidifying, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I think Adam, you're right. Like, there's leakage, different pressure points. You're gonna leak to the outside. You should have. Uh, you got to get somebody that knows what they're talking about in here. Stephen Rogers, Michael yeah. Hausch. You know, yeah. but that's Michael. a good question. It, you know, it seems so simple. Oh yeah, why do we need a humidifier? Like we know the, I guess the fundamentals. Why? Mm-hmm. But there's more to because you don't have humidity in your house. You want more. You want to raise the relative. Yeah, because I get itchy. Where does it go? Where does the humidity go? That's I what I was saying. A humidifier in my house. That's why I said I think it's when the air. In my opinion, this is what I'm theorizing. Is the air warms up, air expands, it can now hold more moisture, and it pulls that moisture from the walls and the floor and its surroundings. Mm-hmm. That's my theory, and again, I don't think about this too often. Leakage, you're right. Like it does heat up, and it can hold more. So moisture. the loss of moisture in your home is mostly due to leakage. Is that what I'm understanding here? That's what I've heard too. I heard if you have a nice tight house, like you don't really need a humidifier. Hmm. You know, this makes sense. It, it does make sense, though. Honestly, um, yeah. There's energy in both points. And, and here's another thing, too, yeah. because uh, uh, high pressure always moves to low pressure. Right. Wet always moves to dry, right? So why does it move out? Why does the, the humidity leave through the leaks? Like, is it drier outside? Like, why, what, what is causing this to happen? Is it just kept because of the airflow? That's. Hmm. I think the, 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 the low pressure outside, it must be lower pressure outside. For it's got to be equalization because that hot air that just pulled all the humidity I think from making... the walls is looking to equalize. So it goes out the leaks. Hmm. I, th- I think uh, everyone's a little hot bit... Hot seeks cold. Everyone's a little bit dumber from watching us and listening for the last five minutes. Listen, 
I feel I like it's a dumb dry, dumb look, place. Michael oh. House. It's drier outside. Look, guys, we're in. We're in. The, I think you know, this is a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah hit it again, Joe. It's good to look. It's good. To you got to remember, like, not every HVAC guy sitting around is going to be a Stephen Rogers or a Michael House. They're just regular guys like well, us. One time, I uh, I was I called uh, Michael House for something. I don't remember what it was. He's like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm in the middle of. Uh, I'm like, you got a minute? He's like, yeah, I'm reading like the psychometric something something. I don't remember what it was. But uh, yeah. Look at that, Adam. Hmm. You, you were right. Pressure difference due to the stack effect. Measuring moisture content is. So I'm weird. close. I just don't know how to put words behind it. I figure you're talking about stack effect, but uh, I would say measuring moisture content is easier. Either grains of moisture or dew point. Yeah. Relative humidity. Hmm. Relative humidity See, relative T. Lech is kind of talking about what I was thinking. And then, got, and then you got T. Y. Yeah, T. Y. T. Y. Brandon man. <laughs> Can we just call him T.Y. Banana Man? T.Y. Banana yeah. Man. <laughs> I like that much better. That's what uh, we're going to call you from now on. You're going to have to make Man. a T.Y. Banana Man overtime shirt. Hey, I'll hey, get him one of them just creepy banana out. dolls. Oh, oh, I remember those. Yeah, I think we'll get my a, dog ate that. We'll get like a, little, a little T.Y. Like name tag on it, and he'll be like yeah. T.Y. Banana Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, he says sure he's awesome i had uh called adam guys. today and i'm kind of curious joe if you have any ideas or even people in the chat so i got a restaurant they called me out today and they said they have crap blowing out of the vents and so i'm like okay maybe, crap. uh black insulation looking crap right is what they said i haven't seen it yet but they said in mm. the morning when the air conditioners start up the vents blow stuff out right now I didn't get to spend a lot of time there, but the first thing I did, I went out there, they had people in their dining room. So I popped up a ceiling tile in the kitchen where I can see into the dining room and everything is fabricated metal ductwork and it's got an inside liner. Okay. Cool. So if what I think is happening, is there mm -hmm. any solution? I don't think there's really much you can do if the liner is deteriorating. Chris had the idea of would aero seal like coat the, and I, I, did, I don't think so. Like AeroSeal, from what well, I... Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking AeroSeal would just create a blockage when it leaves, like, through an outlet. But I, I was just... Am I wrong? Like, will it coat the ductwork to try to help to hold insulation together? So the way I understand it is there has to be a leak for AeroSeal to, like, right. work. Like, right. like, if you get it down to a certain point, it's not going to continue to seal because air has to have movement. But I want to know if, like, they inject a bunch of that stuff in the airstream and it doesn't have a place to go... What happens to it? It's like a mist in the ductwork. Does it just like yeah. fall down? Like what happens? Probably. I assume it has to settle at some point. Oh, so House says no about the aerosol, but there are encapsulation products. But you think you have to physically get to a yeah, and get into that. They're gonna have yeah, to rip it. Yeah. I have to go back Army on a morning, it, man. Yeah, I got to go back on a morning and investigate like what it actually is, where I can pull off. Because what it is is, I noticed they actually did this restaurant right, which blew my mind. I open it up and there's metal duct everywhere, and there's only four foot, five foot runs of flex, like to mm. the drop. And I'm like. Wow, I've never seen a <laughs> nice. restaurant do that. <laughs> Dave K, Dave K, saying liner is breaking down. I bet the edges weren't buttered. Apparently, oh, you possible. put butter on your edges. Probably, hmm. and this is also a, a late '80s, early '90s restaurant, '90s restaurant. So it's like that stuff is probably just beat down inside that ductwork. And I'm, I'm not. If if it is that, if it if it does need new stuff, that's not even something I would do. I'd just be like, guys, you need to get someone in here that can rip, that can spend yeah. two days ripping your entire ceiling apart and pulling out old yeah. 
and redoing sheet it, metal. You know, like that is a giant do. job that I do not have the text yeah. for. Oh, so just bit no. high try to go high. You know, like uh, for uh, no, you uh, wait, wait, real quick, Joe. That is not a safe bet these days. <laughs> You're right. These customers <laughs> are spending money hand over fist. Like true. I just had a restaurant. I just my last video. I think that cost the restaurant like eight grand. What was that? Wow. Six grand. So it was something stupid. I remember uh I think I had to change a blower assembly, uh, convert the system over to 407C. Hmm. Actually, no, that one didn't cost that much. That one was only like three, three grand, actually. Now but I quoted an eight thousand dollar fryer repair this week. Oh I have one that I'm about to do that I haven't made a video on yet where I'm gonna change it's a 12 ton AC. I'm changing an evaporator, a compressor. We're changing a compressor, uh, the oil mm. in another compressor, and we're changing the blower assembly in a two thousand. They don't want to, or well, I mean, they can't replace it probably because they can't get a can't unit. Can't get them. Can't yeah. get them. So they authorized all this, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, and they're like, "Yeah, just do it." It's like, "Oh my gosh, man." Nope. Well, that's kind of why I had to quote a eight thousand dollar repair on a fryer. It's because new fryers are like forty weeks out or something ridiculous. But I don't know. It's it's real stupid. I've been, uh, stupid sometimes. I've been quoting pretty high prices on stuff just because I'm so busy and people just keep taking it. They, they accept the bids and I'm just like, yeah, damn, I don't uh, They called my bluff. They it's called my bluff. I got to go higher next time. Um, no, but I'm working tomorrow. We're doing a full install tomorrow and then uh, working on Sunday too. Man, right. that's wild. You know, let's get back to this exit strategy that we kind of got sidetracked on by Psychometrics. Because <laughs> I think this is something everybody should think about. I wish I would have thought about this much, much earlier in life because I would have invested more. I would have had a game plan together so I could retire earlier in life, but I can't, unfortunately, right now. In 10 years, Adam, like like I said earlier, your knees are going to be shot. Like You need uh, an exit strategy. We need to figure out an exit strategy for you right now on this I show. Have, I have an idea of what I want to do, but I just don't know how to make it happen between the and i don't know how to get the money to be able to be comfortable because i'm the kind of person that has to be over prepared for everything mm -hmm. so uh, you know and i'm nowhere near it but like my ideal goal is to have an entire year's income saved in the bank like and i'm not talking skimping yeah, i want to have live comfortably like and I'll, i don't know when i'll ever get there but I mean, um, you can't go buy your own vegetables for God's sake. I know. This guy just installed 27 cameras around his house. And That's yeah. 27. I installed 10. Because <laughs> just just when he's out of the room, he wants to make sure nobody's touching his stuff or his money or nothing. <laughs> and he also <laughs> wants to get every angle possible of loot balls. Yeah. <laughs> true. That is a true statement. True. None true, of his cameras true. are more than two feet off the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man. But no, but, uh, like, like what are you what are you gonna yeah. do in 10 years, Adam? Like seriously, when your knees are shot and you still only got like know. you know Honestly, dumb and dumber working uh, for you. All these guys that we meet and that I talk to, I ask them the same questions. Uh I think the first one I ever asked it to was um John Ellis. I said, um, can you give me advice? How do I get to where you're at? What do I do to get your job? You know, and I've asked a bunch of these guys that, you know, John has an awesome freaking gig. He works for Goodman Amanda Dykin, traveling around the country, making the big bucks. Uh, yeah. You know, you know some people, I think but you guys say that, though. You guys say about, oh, uh, this and that. But some people enjoy it. <laughs> I got two mentors. I just was telling yeah, you about I mean, my they last, might enjoy it, mentor. but if your knees my every day, 
I'm like, oh, I would enjoy this, but I can't walk. Like, no, I know, but let's say my latest myth. Some t- people enjoy it. He's a mechanical engineer, PH. He's still on his knees, 63 years old. He enjoys it. He makes his money. I mean, I can see enjoying it, but like, excuse my language. If, if every day it. you're just filled with physical pain because your body hurts so it's much, not physical so. pain every day. Come on. And you know, I, I gotta say like, though, in the last the last three four days of me working, um, I've been tired as heck. I've been going to sleep at like nine nine thirty, and then like naturally. I wake up at like four or four thirty in the morning before my alarm clock goes off. Keep keep in mind too, guys. Like you guys don't do anything to take take care of yourselves. Like you might take some multivitamins, but like you guys aren't aren't eating healthy. True. You're not stretching. No, I mean, you're not no. doing. You're not no. living. You know, a healthy and lifestyle. And that's not getting, knocking you guys. It's just it's getting to the point too. I want to get back to what our goals are to exit plans and stuff. But to your point, Bill, it's getting to the point that. Like this last week, I went to work and I'm like, oh, why does my net? And I'm like, and I instantly thought, Bill, Bill's going to think, you did you stretch? Bro. And it's like, fuck you, Bill. You, yeah. know you know, it's funny. Bill's like, you guys are not really that healthy. As I'm like scrolling through Grubhub, you can't see it, but Italian beef egg rolls I'm looking at right now. Uh, you want, I got my, my, my cheese its and bastards. my <laughs> granola bar with peanut butter right here. So, see. See, and that's what I mean. In 10 years, you guys are going to be, I don't know, Chris will have diabetes. Adam can't walk anymore. And Joe will be like, what pain? You guys aren't in pain. Come on, be a man. You guys that's because that Joe has the, the, the fancy Canadian health care where he doesn't have to Yeah, do that's true. He can go to the care. doctor, get hey, physical Joe, therapy. You should shave your beard and just keep the mustache. You look like a Magnum PI or something like that. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So right. let's get back because I, I didn't finish mine. So I, you know, my, my start, the start of my goal would be to have an entire year's salary saved up, right. To have that. And then be able to, um, continue to do that. That would be a goal, right? I don't need to be billionaire or anything, but I mean, I want to be comfortable, but I would like to start traveling more and I would like to be able to be like, a a consultant or a rep or something for like manufacturers going around and looking at problem things and trying to help them solve them. Like that'd be something fun. That would be awesome to do that. Wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. That would. I'd, I'd like to be able to travel and still be able to make videos, go look at cool places. Yeah, like I and... still want to be able to like problem solve, like do all this stuff or yeah. like at, le- at the very least, like train and work with new guys somehow. I don't know if I'm going to ever actually get to that point, but uh, that's it for a different conversation. Park Ranger, Chris. You think I should go with the cheesesteak? Who said about the Park Ranger? Fat diabetes. The Park Ranger is uh, in another life. That is my goal, like or not my goal. That would be in another life. I wouldn't want to change my family or anything, but instead of doing HVAC, I would have become like Park Ranger. And and I'm not talking, you know, at the park down the street. I'm talking in the middle of Yellowstone with the short khaki shorts. Yeah, 100 and the stupid hat. One and he he wears the scarf too. Oh yeah, Yeah. dude, I'm I'm in it. Guaranteed. Chris sunscreen on his nose right there. The dude who like trades his real money for fake money, one hundred percent has the outfit already. Guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, but I am totally gonna order a Park that Ranger outfit now. I'll bet you they they role play. Anybody <laughs> out there? I wear a large uh, shirt, large jacket. I wear a large hat, and my pant size is oh my about a thirty-six, thirty-two. So um, my my mailing address is in my um, show notes of any of my videos. You can see it. 
And if you guys have a park ranger outfit, send it. Oh, that would be awesome. And mm-hmm. you have to keep just If someone sends me a park that. ranger outfit, I will wear, wear it on the show. Wear just it one of your, you no, wear it one your jobs. No, I can't do that because yeah. my family would lose it, dude, if I shave. Yeah, I guess you can wear it, to, uh, wear it on the show. That's Yeah, I'll totally wear it. Someone sends me one of those outfits. With a maple syrup. Hey, Kevin Hart says, hey, imagine if HVAC experts actually got paid properly for their expertise. I want to kind of segue off of that real quick. I had a conversation with Chris earlier this week because I worked on an ice machine, which I don't do very often, right? And I had a conversation with him. And as I was talking to Chris about this, which was really, really helpful to bounce ideas off of somebody like Chris, who's already had a bunch of experience on these, you know, knows him pretty well. And uh, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, you know, part of me wishes I didn't work on such a wide variety of equipment, like fryers, ice machines, walk-in coolers, cheese melters, all the dumb shit sometimes, you know, and I wish I sometimes just focused on one thing and then I could become more of an expert at it. You know, maybe just one side of it, maybe just cold side. But and I also wondered, maybe I would just get bored of it too. But, but, but uh, in that same conversation we were having, number one, I feel bad because sometimes, yeah. and, and you know, what, it's funny too, because Brett says the same thing to me when I ask him like, yeah. you know, commercial refrigeration questions. Cause when I get on the phone with you, Bill, I'm like, dude, am I rambling too much? Because I'm like, just like, did you check this, check this, 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 this. And it's just ramblings coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, does any of that make sense to you, dude? Cause like, I sometimes just go off on tangents, you know, and, and Brett does the same thing. Like when he's passionate about what he knows, I ask him a question and it's funny because we were having that conversation, Bill. And then I was telling you like, dude, I work on all kinds of crap, like weird stuff. And then I told you I was working on this weird deli case. It's a, not yeah, weird, but it's case. an old gravity case that's probably what I say, like 30 feet long. Mm-hmm. And it's three cases put together. And I was telling my my apprentice, because my apprentice was working with me, and I'm like, this is right at the edge of something that we can't work on anymore. And he's and 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 I'm explaining to him. I said, It's not that I can't figure it out, it's that it's hard to teach the 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 troubleshooting skills that you you have to have to walk up to something unknown you know it's hard to tell people like i walked up and i'm like okay i can figure this out you know so i start looking into it and it's like well let's break it down to basics my sight glass is flashing it's not iced up it's low on refrigerant so we start there you know like so i know the fundamentals of refrigeration but um I don't know. See, I work I, on a variety of stuff too. So I think that's a great mindset, which I literally feel like I've just developed over the last couple of years. Like that mindset of it's not, it's not uh, being able to work on anything isn't because you've already worked on everything. It's because you're confident, even though you've never seen it before, you're confident that you can figure it out. Yeah. That's it. That's simple. Yeah. And, and, and step back, I have worked on this particular case before, but the first time I walked up, I was like, what is this? You know? And then you you open up, do you charge full price for your time when you're like kind of learning something or you like, you know? Yes. But I'm also willing to, if I feel like something took me too much time, I'm also willing to kick back the hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. How's my dog doing? Air current. Yeah, it's true. It was all about the air current. Um, Actually, now that I remember, T. Letch did a good post in the group about oil being uh, trapped in the uh, EVAP. Hmm. Pretty, it was pretty neat. Oh, yeah, he blew it out. So many of us, I've done it in the past. You know, yeah, you're I've in a rush, doing a service call, changing a compressor. Oh, you disconnect oh, wait, the line. Chris is going to be snorting lines. I think Luke's Luke's over here making noise. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He's over here just knocking a piece of PVC across the house. Yeah, what's he this doing with is- your Coke straw? 
<laughs> this dog, it's got dog. He's he's down here like, hey, can I have it, Dad? Can I have it? No, he's Whack sitting like a good boy. That. No, Luke, that is not for you. Dog. No, that is not yours, bud. Joe's gonna sneeze. No, I was going to. So but anyways, what, let's let's get to yours, Joe. What's your exit plan? Like, what do you? What is your goal? I'm not thinking about that yet. Okay. He doesn't. Wait, wait, we got to finish the conversation. Yeah, bro. we should. You guys all should be thinking oh, about retirement back, now. And your knees are going to be jacked because you're always in ten years, man. You can enjoy it all you want, but if you hurt, like, every what's day, your dream? Like, what's I, your you dream know, job? You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm yelling I'm at homeless people and kids. I'm in the moment right now, just living right now. It doesn't bother me right now. I know it's going to hurt me. Maybe in the future. But hopefully in the future, I'll have a little bit better, a little bit easier. But we'll see. We'll see. Interesting. Because, like, I'm a worrywart. So, like, I'm always – like, for instance, let me – Think about this every day, man. Dude, I, I'm going to explain my craziness. My Years ago, we were, like, massively in debt, and we followed the Dave Ramsey program. It was a pain in the butt. We paid everything off. Took two years, you know, just – Beans and rice, down. But – in the after that, you know, I was very reluctant to use credit cards just because I worked so hard to not pay credit cards off. Right. So we're fine. We have, we're doing good and stuff. And then my wife wants to get my kids braces and I'm like, okay, but I don't have that cash saved up. She's like, well, we have it in the bank. And I go, no, that's the emergency fund. Like I need the cash saved up. She's like, well, they have 0% interest financing. And I'm like, no, no, we're not doing financing. Like I freak out about that stuff and I over-prepare and I was like, mm. I have to be able to have the money in hand to hand it to them before I'm doing. And so that's how nutty I am when it comes to preparing for, you know, the retirement and things like I'm just worried. I'm saving, saving, saving. Well, but at the same time, I'm trying not to make sure that I don't enjoy my life along the way. Dang. So, well, you know, with, with that little story that you said, Chris, think about this. Think about five years from now. You have to get a knee replaced or 10 years from now, you have to get your one of your knees replaced because it's just blowing it right out. Like you're yeah. going to be out of work for who knows? I don't know, a month, three months. I don't know how long it takes. I want to know. You're going to be out of work. Like, like, what are you going to do then? Right. How does it feel like to get a knee replaced? Is it just like your knees like brand new again? You could start all over. I imagine you have it's to go not. months of physical therapy. I imagine it's again. like being a baby and having to learn how to walk carefully again. Like you're, you probably have to be so careful and slowly easy. Although I will say that, um, do you guys watch, uh, I watch random YouTube stuff, but Jamie O'Brien, he's a YouTube surfer guy that I watch and he just got like knee surgery. And then I seen him out there surfing and I'm like, how did he just snap back to reality like that? So I don't know. Oh, there goes gravity up. There cool, goes Jessica. Gravity. Jessica, her youngest is graduating high school. I didn't realize you were so old. Dang. Check this out. Oh man. <laughs> Sean S at the company I work for, when you're nearing retirement age, they turn you into a trainer and you train new techs. That's but what cool. if you're not huh? a good trainer? Yeah, I mean, I just don't like people. Just because you're old and been doing it for 20 years doesn't mean you can be a good trainer. Oh, which you're reminds right. me, Adam, um, you know, if you were thinking about getting into like some sort of consulting role, I know Trevor one time talked about this in some one of his random conversations that he got started that I was eavesdropping on. And he said the best thing he ever did or one of the best things he ever did was took uh, classes on public speaking mm. and really learned how to say what you need to say or you know, really get across to your audience. Yeah. That, I that, think that's a good idea. That could really go far. You know, for me, um, I'm not, I find that if I prepare when it comes to like public speaking, I'm not good at preparing. I'm right. good at just getting up right. there and talking. I yeah, just I get be. up there. I've tried like for True Brian's right. even not saying anything was amazing with what I did. I just do more motivational talks, but um, more than education. But when I get up there, I try to write things down and then it's, I try to focus so hard on keeping on track that I, it doesn't, 
it doesn't vibe for you me. Know, so I, I bet you I, Chris has a podium in his house, and that's how he talks to his family from a podium. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, family, gather around the podium. Hits yeah. his little hammer. I just, his I just, I've learned that I just like to go up there and just talk and just. It, stuff comes out and honestly i don't remember See, what yeah. stuff came out i hope it's good but that's i it. don't know like that i could ever be um like i think i could be a trainer but mm-hmm. whenever i do something i want to be the best at it so i would want if i'm going to like if one day i'm like i'm gonna be a trainer like all of a sudden i'm like everything i do is gonna be focused on becoming a trainer i want to be the best like i want to be you know top notch like you know better than trevor's better than the the brett pretzels better than the you know the, everybody else out there that's really giving good educational content but when it comes to like speaking, like you're talking, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tend to ramble on cause I feel sometimes my message isn't getting across. It's not clicking with the other person. Uh, there's a lot of things where I, I tend to ramble. I tend to pause a long time. I was, I was words. That, uh, Adam. <laughs> you see this one. I, I banana man. Oh, he said, imagine an inexperienced tech wearing Google glasses and you seeing what they see and guiding them. I think that's totally coming. Um, <clears throat> You know, people Brett like Blue Blue on right that. now is doing that. Blue on is is pushing on their tech support stuff. Um, but did you guys see too that I don't know if we've talked about this publicly, but I knew that something was up because they were doing this tech support thing at Blue on where they're helping on the residential calls and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're they're not charging anything. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get the business plan here. Well, now they've rolled it out that in that conversation, at least my understanding, if they guide you through a thing and say that this is what's wrong. They're going to send you a link with all the parts that you might need. And then they get a commission from the supply house you buy it from. Hmm. That's blue on's line on that one. So they're given oh. the tech support. So that way they can give sure you're, you're, you're a lead for them basically. So that way they can say, okay, you diagnosed a bad compressor in these parts. And they're off the hook. If there's a uh, callback yeah. or anything. Yep. Yep. And they get, a, they get like a two or 3% commission from the select supply house they're going to. And boom. And it's like, okay, that's an interesting business model. And that's yeah. going to happen more and more. You know, uh, what's the... Where did you the, hear this from? The Blue On stuff? Yeah. Uh, I just do a lot of internet research. It's just start... If, if you go to go to Blue On's website and start looking at who the investors are and then start looking at business plans and then press releases from Blue On and then you can kind of put it all together. So Man, you can't tell you a secret. It's like, come on. I mean, for somebody that was yelling at Blue On to get out of his freaking chat and stop you promoting... sure know a lot about him. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, um, I'm curious. I, I don't think Blue On's a bad company. I just didn't like their marketing person two years ago. They may not even have the same person. And if they do, maybe they learned and they don't just start trying to self-promote in your live stream chat. Michael is saying you can stream for MeasureQuick. Have you guys used a new 2.0 MeasureQuick? Okay. Oh, I'm question. sorry. I'm sorry. But it is damn confusing. And for I know sure I'm an it. idiot, but I cannot figure out the new MeasureQuick. I've <laughs> used Qubits two times on the same jobs two times like i'm i'm so confused i'm like i don't i don't know how to find this job that i created i'll just use more qubits like boom it's like the engineers from aon got together with the people who created photoshop and they're like all right jim bergman we figure out a way to make this even more unusable and yeah. unfriendly let's I, do it i appreciate all the technology but Absolutely. i was so utterly confused on the new update and Me again too. I am not their demo. Um, I'm an idiot. I'm, I think they're know. shrinking their the demographic. They're shrinking it by making it only for like engineers and super smart people. And then I seen classic classic view. I click it and my phone glitched. Went to white screen and it just I'm like oh well, I mean, forget this. That's the app. Let me just or feel peace. Just I, I need some ratings here. I mean, I, need I haven't had a chance to play with it yet. I wanted to 
I know I didn't look deep into it, but I needed a quick. I want I opened it and I was like, oh no, I, I don't have time for this right now. I do not have time mm-hmm. for this right now. It is it is downright confusing. And I get it though. No, like I understand why he's doing it. Yeah. Oh, but how is it fair to say though? Because were you were you one of the beta testers, Hausch, though? See, because for us it's like right now, and we're well, like, wait, what happened? I'm sure. But you know? also, I wouldn't consider Hausch like the um, yeah, you're you not know, a dumb dumb like me either. Yeah, Hausch, so. yeah like it's okay, you know, Bill. You can say dumb dumb. There's a big difference between like you know a guy like me well, mess around with dumbs then because AC and you know some guy like Hausch who's got his own mezzanine in his house with the mechanical room attached to it or something. Yeah. No, yes, but like, I, I'm sure once I figure it out, I'll really appreciate it. But I'm, I'm confused by the whole, you have to jump into a report thing. And it's just, I don't know. I'm I think you should be able to walk right into the software and be able to figure it out without having to go to classes and reading instructions. You know, like, like Chris, you've said it a million times. If you can't just go into it without having to read manuals and everything, like, it's not user every, friendly and you don't want every to do every that. review that i did I mean, every we only did like four videos but every review i did on the tools channel i don't read instructions even when i worked when i used to do beta testing mm-hmm. for field piece they would send me a tool and they're like here's the instructions and i'm like no i'm not gonna i would tell them i'm not gonna read those because you want me to tell you how user friendly your tool is i just want to turn it on and see if i can figure it out you know i don't have time to read it i mean i'm in the field i want to use it like i have time to do other things i don't have time to read instructions or manuals yeah. So, Housh, again, I, I have since figured that out, you know, that you can navigate through. But I think there's something about the app, though, too, that I don't have to input all the customer's information, but I want to because it's there and I have a hard time not filling out forms. Like if the form is on there and I'm just like, I, I, I feel like I have to. And then I get lost in the, the customer information and setting the project up. Like I've mm-hmm. since figured out how you can go to Classic and pull up the gauges and, you know. I'll just stick to my iManifold screen. <laughs> but I do have to say something like, again, Jim was instrumental, if not one of the main people designing the iManifold, the original OG software, right? And he was coming up with some of it, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't it be as easy as the iManifold? You turn it on, it's there, and then you mm-hmm. can click a tab and enter customer's information if you want to. Like, it's just... I don't even do that. I just use, I mean, I, I just use it for, uh, you know, just gauges and temperature probes and whatnot. Yeah. But again, I, I, I do like measure quick and I will continue to use it. I will. Um, just for now, I'm just frustrated and confused with it. So until oh, I, I figure it out, Miss Betty Burkett says the show tonight is the one that will be helpful to many others. Oh, thank you. Buddy. Well, once a year where we, we have to do that once a year, we have to make an educational <laughs> sort of show. She's awesome. Betty Burkhart wins comment of the night. I wonder what Joe Shear's talking about. He got a prototype finally, and it was terrible. Any idea what he's talking about? If that is the real Joe Shear. Oh, uh, Joe Shear, are you talking about um, field piece prototypes? I know there was a lot of new people getting beta tester tools, but I'm not a beta tester anymore, so I don't know where you're going with that, Joe. (laughs) Lasker, you rascal. Uh, T, uh, I want to ask you, T, if you're still in chat. I'm pretty sure you're here. Did you, did you figure out why it was um, all the oil got trapped there? It was because, you know, cycling. Like, why did it, the oil get trapped in that EVAP? Anyways, Context, so, Joe. We have no idea what you're talking about. He made a, he made a post uh, about uh, oil being trapped in the evaporator. I just want to know why. Um, yeah, why does that happen? We, we kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Why does that happen? Why does yeah. oil get trapped well, in the evaporator? Like, it could be many reasons, but I want to know why. 
well your refrigerant velocity is not moving fast enough to move the droplets of oil but then at the same time oil really theoretically shouldn't be leaving the compressor in mass amounts right so uh flooded starts because flooded starts will get the refrigerant all mixed in with the oil and then you start it up and the oil leaves with the refrigerant yeah that's one way um but then just improper velocity meaning meaning like overcharged migration what's that meaning overcharged no, flooded starts when refrigerant migrates to the compressor, yeah. and it just sits in the it'll it'll the liquid refrigerant will mix with the oil in the compressor, and then it starts, and then it pushes all the oil out. Mm. What kind of system was this though? I think it was just a. It's just a like an AC system. Rough. I think just a, like a yeah. No, oh, for some reason I was thinking it was a walking. It was pretty cool though. He pulled out yeah. quite a bit of oil on the thing. He blasted it out. Well, he, oh, you're talking about Thomas Letch. Yeah, Lech. I thought you were talking about Ty. Yes, I did see that post where he showed he was. He said two compressors yeah. later, and he was blowing out all the oil. Yeah, yeah. those four compressors. And honestly, I would have done the same thing. After four compressors, you have to open that thing. I'm sorry. Um, but we have done it. I've done it in the past. I haven't, you know, after one, two, whatever. I'm like, okay. I'm yeah, we talked about this before. Getting the oil out of an EVAP, though. Like, if it's you're just blasting with nitrogen, yeah. like, you're just, I mean, you're getting some of it out. Some of it's going to travel with the nitrogen. But I feel like more so that nitrogen is just finding its its path of least resistance right through the center of that oil. You're, um, there was a video that I made years ago where I said, don't use compressed air or CO2 or nitrogen to blow out drains. And someone's like, I do all the time. You don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, no, because if you have crap and this is just pointing your out thing, Bill, if you have crap stuck in a drain, the air or the nitrogen will go right over the crap. Mm-hmm. So the concept yeah. of the oil, you're not mixing the oil. You're more or less hoping that you're going to get a hey, big thanks, Kobayashi block of oil to push you know the the nitrogen to push it out with but yeah remember though if you have bad refrigerant velocity you're never going to get that oil out i mean once it's there it's not leaving again that's right i know it's probably doing the same thing only in reverse but what if you had a shot back hit it with a shot back i mean shot back's gonna suck but then you're just gonna get a you know the air is gonna find this path of least resistance through the center of that tubing anyway I think yeah, if you so if you truly wanted, I mean, it's gotta replace it. Yeah, yeah, taking components out. I mean, you're gonna get some out. You can drill a coil or something like that, which is just nuts. But Drain I've heard it. of people doing it. You know, oh, drill a whole. Pounds, it was 15 pounds overcharged, and it was uh, and it was short cycling. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. RX11. Mm-hmm. I'm not into that. And and Al Anonymous again. It, I used it for most of my career. Um, he said RX11. The thing about RX11 was I realized that most of my career I wasn't using it right because, and this is the 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 fault of the manufacturers for not making this information easier. Again, I don't read instructions, okay, because I'm an idiot. But um, if you use RX11, you're actually supposed to make a restriction in the suction line or liquid line that you're blowing out. So you're supposed to pinch the line down to where there's a tiny little opening, and you're supposed to blast in RX11, then pump it full of 400 psi of nitrogen. And then that creates a, a, a backlog. So that way the RX-11 f- flushes the walls of the copper pipe. Hmm, um, so most of the RX-11 that I ever used, you just put in an open line and then a little bit of something came out and you just assumed yeah. it boiled out, right? Yeah. What happens if there's little bits of that solvent still in the system and then you put refrigerant in it? What happens? You don't know, you know? I'm not a fan of doing the additives anymore just because I, I don't see the need half the time. Hmm. Yeah, well. But. this chat's been pretty cool there's some awesome people in chat you guys are awesome oh i didn't uh, see what what was i did joe sheer 
Mm. Uh, say what he was talking about when he set a prototype? I'm not sure. It's, it's going quick, the chat. Now, Dave K says, pinch your bird when you pee. I mean, that's pretty sound advice. Uh, yeah. Joe Joe Shear, you know those Melko bits? The the reversible head Melko? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know how they are better now because they yeah. triggered the uh, quarter arrow? Yeah. He came I don't like him. that. I think I remember that him doing a video. Remember that? that? He like grinded yeah. the, the tip off because they're, they're too fat. Oh, that's too places. funny. Yeah. yeah. And then they did they it. copied him. They copied mm-hmm. Joe. He hmm. should have trademarked that. But they should do it with the five, they should do it with the five sixteen side too. Right? Hell yeah. yeah. Um, I was reading all the comments right there. Yeah, me too. Um with the five sixteen side, I don't know. Have you guys been having a problem? I haven't personally, but I have a lot of the old Malco bits. But my my apprentice, he keeps going through the Malco bits because the magnets keep falling out. Yeah. I haven't oh, had that happen what? yet. Magnus just fell out of my um what is that thing called on the i manifold the repeater whatever the thing is the that the, was a thing with the, the stupid magnet fell yes, out yes luckily yes. i got it but i gotta glue it back in now yeah those those will fall out all the time but those repeaters Jerks. those were epic man using a mm-hmm. zigbee radio and being able to have freaking probes for days yes uh, mm-hmm. i forgot to cue up the outro music oh did you I've I'm very happy with the iManifold, by the way. Yeah. I don't know why, but I really enjoy the iManifold. I think it kind of makes me want to go back and uh, test out the Testos. But right now, I'm I'm enjoying. Oh, dude, the you're iManifold. not. You're not. I mean, my personal opinion, you're not going to like the Testos. They're no. they're just no, and the range on them stinks. I do so. have to get. Yeah, I do remember the range on them sucked, but I do have to get a quick release. Um, for my high side, you know, like what the Tesla's why, why do you need a quick that's, release? I still like the temperature clamps. I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand this. Like, why why do people like quick releases or even low loss fittings? I don't. That's I don't what it get is. Low point. loss fitting. I know me either. I, I, I don't. So I don't get point. my fingers sprayed with a refrigerator. Man, you you change your Schrader cord depressor so it actually pushes and pulls off right quick when you twist your thing. If your if your yeah, gauges man. are spraying you a bunch now, first off, I use ball valves. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I have ball valves with the the six inch extension on them, whatever. So you still got to pull it off the service port, though. Yeah, still got to unscrew it. And that's the point I'm trying to make is all you need if you have a ball valve on there. There's not there's really nothing there, and your Schrader depressor is probably like pushed down too far to where it's not releasing the Schrader. If you if you adjust your Schrader core depressor, that when you twist them off, it's a quarter turn and it doesn't spray refrigerant anymore. It's done. Mm. So it's your Schrader core depressor that's not adjusted right. Hmm. Oh, and the, the JB gauges, the yellow jack hoses, any of them. You just need to move the Schrader core depressor. I think, but yeah, I don't understand low loss. Low loss are horrible for evacuations. Refrigerant gets stuck yeah. in them. They go bad. I just, I don't like low loss at all. I love them. I'm going to use them all the time now. Plus just because you hate them. They're fat. You know? Hey, look at that. Yeah, Joe yeah. Shears says he's taking oh. orders. Said anyone can send him some bits and he'll do the custom Joe Shear grind. Oh, I love that dance move. Custom Joe Shear grind. That's where you Looking sit on a dude's lap. What I'm missing here. Hey, where'd Adam go? I don't know. Adam Aren't just, we supposed to be ending the show? Like, why are we still going? Well, that's why he left. He's like, well, you guys aren't going to end it. I'm going to leave anyway. Huh. You guys are so you know? smart in chat. Good to see you all. Dustin, Troy, Dave, Ty, Christopher Hughes, Rogers, Joe Shear, Dave K. Guys are all awesome. Did these guys put me on screen? Oh my god! Thanks all the Hermans, T Letch, always awesome. Your posts are awesome. To all the people posting in overtime, you guys are awesome. 
showing everybody your journey, our journey together. <laughs> Good job, guys. Michael House. Later, guys. Later. I just can't end it. So if I end it, I don't know what will be on the screen. So I'm just going to stay here until someone decides to come back. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Hey, Joe. Oh, hey. Hi. I came back with you. Oh. The uh, Grubhub driver, he, uh, <laughs> he asked me what do I think about the business I work for. Oh, did you tell him your boss is an asshole? Yeah, I said he's a dick. I wouldn't apply. Mm -hmm. Treadmill. <laughs> Later, Dustin. Uh, Grubhub. Uh, what's going on here? Yep, I'm leaving. I'm leaving in. now. <laughs> hey, Cyborg. Oh, Not man. because you, Cyborg. I don't want to do any trickery on me. Yeah, we're just messing with Joe, but it is time to end it. We're going to end the show right now. So. Uh, hold, I gotta, can I cue up the outro music? You can cue up the outro music. What's that going to take? I thought you were doing that for the last 27 minutes. I was going to get my food. I got uh, fat, diabetic. Look, Brussels sprouts. Gotcha. Okay, so. Why don't you so, get fries then? Why, why, why are you going to fry a Brussels sprout? And be like, well, it was healthy, and then we fried it, so now it tastes good. Kind of good. It tastes kind of good. No, it's not fried. It's... Uh... I thought you said it's fried Brussels sprouts. It's not fried. It's uh, like grilled or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Those are good then. I take back. Is my mic working? No, oh, yes. it's working. No. Cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Are we queued up, Adam? And hey, what are all those wires back in your, uh, on your bed there, Sandboard? Oh, uh, actually, there is no wires. I just have a laptop here and a phone. And hey, what is that cover else? on your microphone? Is that oh, like this is it's it, it's the blue snowmobile microphone. Uh, Are you sure it's not one of them, like, them doorknob things? You just, so you keep babies out of rooms? <laughs> I bet you he's like. too young to know. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I know. That's true. You know, oh, you know. Are those things even funny. a thing anymore? Do even people have yeah, doorknobs anymore? Feel. I can't remember. That's was, my security um, system of my house. My uncle, I think, had uh, one on a on a on the uh, doorknob of his house. I got one of those on my outside door, so people can't get in. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, every doorknob is now a handle, so we don't have round doorknobs anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. true, yeah. That poor business, they came up with the idea, and they thought they were going to retire on that. And then all of a sudden, the guy came out, and he's like, no, I'm going to make a handle doorknob. And then the person's like, oh, oh damn my it. security doorknob things are no longer relevant. Yeah, oh, gotta, man. People who didn't have hands couldn't open the doors. They're like, well, you got to put a flap around there. Yeah. ADA compliance. I hate those people. Yeah. Say goodbye, Joe. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.